Okay, talk is brought to you by the Podbean podcast app. The Podbean application is that it's, that's a fact. You can get instant updates of our new episodes on the Podbean app. It's free and has great features to let you easily discover, listen and even publish a podcast, whether you use an Android or iPhone. This is the app for your podcast needs. Get the Podbean podcast app now on the Google Play or Apple App Store. Enjoy more from the podcasts you love. Like OK Talk. Now that I've danced for my dinner, it's time for our journey to begin. Previously on OK Talk... In the heart of southwest Arkansas lies Falk, a small town with a big legend. Most sightings in the dense woods and along waters that lead to Boggy Creek. You're on real Boggy Creek. This ain't this ain't a this ain't a branch off of Boggy Creek. This is ground zero right here, yeah. You know anybody that says that they've seen it? Tina! <laughs> Tina! Let me give a Bigfoot howl and let's see if we get a response. I, Clinton, your host. Last week I took a few days to meet a friend up in Arkansas. What you're about to hear is a first-hand account of the events that transpired. Rather than starting as I drove in to return to the Boggy Creek beehive habitat, let's do this Tarantino style. Flash forward to our last night. James and I are meeting up with Wayne, whom I had the pleasure of meeting back in April. As I pull up alongside his truck in front of the Monster Mart, a sly grin covers his face. We had talked about going out onto his land months ago. Now it's about to happen. I can't adequately describe the heat. It's over 100 degrees with a humidity level of 100%. I climb into his truck, and we're off. James, following behind. How long have you owned uh, this place again? Uh, probably about 16 years. You see these some bitches steal the Boggy Creek signs? See, there was one right there, they just put it out. There's one right there, and some bitches will steal it as fast as they put them out. Man. That's what you get when you when you get a legend in your area. So yeah, this is that place. Uh, this is that place with that gator pond on it that you said I ended up buying it that you were telling us about on the boat. Yeah, yeah. that's where we're I'm going. T- I wanted to tell you you were a hit nationwide, buddy. Oh really? Yeah, oh, man. Really? Yeah, man. Right. Had people from all over the globe talking about how much they enjoyed hearing you on that boat. Ground zero. Ground zero right here, buddy. 
Yeah, I just talked to uh, the dude with the long hair, Jason, that went with us. Yeah. He's uh, he, he said he drove through this morning at 7 a.m. He's going to Ohio to go to some conference. That dude, he's living the dream, man. Of course, uh, can't say that we're not. I mean, I'd rather be doing this than doing real work, so... He's driving all over state to state, though, isn't he? Yeah, man. He lives in South Texas. Shit, yeah. Driving to Ohio. Uh, this dude that's behind us, he lives in uh, Maryland. I mean, he's got Pennsylvania plates, but uh, he's from Alabama. Don't get too mad at him. I'm a Tide fan. Uh, he's a good dude, though. Take some other country and just check out some time. Awesome. Where's that? Curtin County, Oklahoma. Curtin County. Broken Bow, southeast of here. Aha! Broken Bow, Oklahoma. Up in the Kaimichi Mountains up there. They talk about them apes up there in those mountains. Yeah, man, we've got... Uh, rivers and big lakes. Yeah, we've got some, uh, some people that we know there in the Wachita's yeah. in a specific area for years. Yeah. I know I was born and raised, I moved, I got married and moved down here, so I had to kind of make my way down here. But you know, that reminds me of that story about my uncle, Peyton. He had a big old coon dog, one every coon dog hunt I ever was. Well, I had another uncle out in California. Call my uncle Haley, he said, I want you to bring old highball down here. He said, we're going to have ourselves a confirmation show. <laughs> he said, what in the moment? He said, what's a confirmation show? He said, well, that's why they see how pretty old highball is. They want to see how pretty he is. And he said, I done told them, well, highball's got the prettiest confirmation any coon dog ever come out of Arkansas. I said, well, I don't know about all that three days. He said, no, I'm going to fly you down there. No, oh, no. He said, no, I'm going to fly you down there first class. You can eyeball both. <laughs> I'm going to fly y'all down there. Oh, hey, he said, well, let me study on that a little bit. He studied on it. Come back. He said, well, I'll, I'll do it. Send me, send me plane tickets. I'll fly down there. So we take him down there to Dallas DF. Doug, you down there and put him on the plane. They took old eyeball up underneath there. Get him all tucked away. My Uncle Hayden's over there going. He's that right. Oh, man. Same old dog. Same one. We're going to go on a squirrel hunt. Have this old cat in California. I've been dealing with some mules and stuff coming in. He wants me to take him on a fine, fine squirrel hunt. So I, I hit it. He flies in, gets off a pair of airplane. Looks like Little Roy Pomeroy. He's got bullets in the vest hanging off of him. Shotgun. And boy, he's, he's ready to go. He gets up in that truck and we pull down that Uncle Hayden's. I go in and he said, Wayne, some old mute devil, she done gone blind on me. I'm glad to see you, son. I said, oh, Lord, oh, I hate to hear that. I hate to hear that. He said, yeah, he said, yeah, she done gone blind, man, dumb it ain't. Can't do nothing about it. He said, when you go off on down there and go squirrel hunting, he said, I want you to shoot her. She done at the end of the road down there. He said, you shoot her for me. I said, oh, no, no, I don't want to shoot devil. 
said, why don't you shoot your neighbor? She's my mute. He said, you go on down there. You get on down the end of the road. Now, Odella going to be down there. He said, you see her, you just shoot her now. He said, I, I'll take care of the rest. I said, I don't cotton with this, but I, I, I will. So I get in the car and I start getting in. I said, ooh, I'm going to have me some fun with this old city sticker. I get in that truck, boy, and I spun me out some gravel all over the side of that tin barn. And I went to cussing. I said, that old son's a bitch. I said, for everything I done done for him, all these years not letting me squirrel hunt on his land. Little boy over he's the more worried about my driving. I'm a cussing in and race. Get down there to the end of the road, and sure enough, there's old Della just standing there. I slam on the brakes, boom, jump, hey, he, 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 boom, boom, dropped old Della in the graveyard dead. I hear three shots, boom, boom, boom. I turn around, I said, what in the hell you doing, boy? He said, well, he done upset you so bad, Wayne. He said, I'll kill three of his cows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll kill three of old cows. Oh, boy. This podcast is brought to you by the Podbean podcast application. The Podbean app is far and away the slickest way for you to digest your favorite podcasts. You can get instant updates of new OK Talk episodes, as well as other shows like Sass What and our friends at Monsterland Ohio Radio, just to name a few. You've been saying you want more OK Talk in your life? Make it happen. Check out the Podbean app. 
It's free, has great features, and lets you easily discover, listen, and even publish your own podcast if you dare. Since Matt and I started OK Talk, Podbean has held our hands all the way, answered all of our questions, and has been a great partner for the show. Whether you use an Android or an iPhone, this is the app for all of your podcast needs. Get the Podbean podcast app now on the Google Play or Apple App Store. Enjoy more from the podcasts you love, especially OK Talk. Everything down here, a sticky, bachi, and cutchy. So get ready. We're going to squash country. All right. Okay. All right. Wayne owns over 17,000 acres here. This isn't so much a stretch of property as it is a nature preserve. When he took over this area, it hadn't been properly managed in more than a decade. Every time he'd come out here, there'd be cars lining the road. Poachers taking advantage of this vast expanse of land. If there's one thing I wouldn't want to do, it's get caught poaching by Wayne. When he would find someone on his land, he'd take their gun, telling them it would be waiting for them at the gate. As he stated, he's a man of his word. We approach this gate welded upon it are some of the trophies he's collected taken from the poachers he's caught posted as a warning he tells us of a particular encounter with a poacher that sends shivers down my spine on this hill one day and I cracked the guy in and I could hear something out in the middle of them woods going meh 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 and I got out there big, about 300-pound guy. He was sitting in the middle of these swamps and he had his gun barrel, and he took a yearling and shot it in the backbone and broke its back. Well, couldn't get up. He was taking his gun barrel, chopping it, chopping it, chopping it, making the mama, trying to get the mama to come back. And I snuck right up on him and I said, hey, bud, and when I did, he stuck a gun barrel to the yearling's head. Boom! When I did, it blowed its eyeballs out of its sockets and caught it on fire. And he had a black ski mask over his head, and it was deer season. Could have shot killed him in the graveyard dead. Because he was paid for. He had no orange on or nothing. I told him, I said, he said, oh, uh, uh, my gun jammed, my gun jammed. I couldn't put it down. I said, I seen what you was doing. I seen what you was doing to that baby deer. Evil. Jobbing it, jobbing it like that. I told him, I said, I'll tell you what you better do. You better take that deer. And you better get out of here. And you better make a mistake and never come back here again. I told him, I said, the next time you'll never make it to be able to shoot another little deer like that. And I called the game warden, and I asked the game warden, I said, uh, you know, how, told him how horrible it was. He told me, he said, uh, he said, uh, Wayne, he said, you know it's wrong, and I know it's wrong. But he said, there's nothing in the books. He said, I look. It says how quickly and how fast 
you have to dispatch a deer once you have it on the ground. I said, so you could have sat here, he could have sat out there and jobbed it all day long with a stick. And jobbed it and jobbed it and jobbed it. But a duck, it says a duck, if you shoot a duck, you got to get out there and wring that duck's neck yeah. immediately. Yeah. But there's nothing in the books said where that guy had to kill. He drug it to right there. And he was way off in these swamps. Here's something else I'll tell you all. Some weird stuff that goes on down here. Just like they do down in uh, down in Florida and stuff. You see that road right there to your side right there? Yeah, yeah. See that road right there? I come around that curve right there one day. And there was a snake laying and his tail was laying on one side and his head was laying on the other of that road right there. That's like eight feet. I, what they do, that's if these people around here getting these damn pet boa uh, anacondas and oh. boa constrictors and then they can't feed them and they can't take care of them and they come down here in these swamps and let them go just like they've done in Florida. Yeah. And the Everglades down there, Florida's covered up in them right now for people with their damn pet snakes. And they couldn't take. I ain't got no problem people having snakes, but if you if you can't take care of it, maybe you need to do something with it or something. You can't just go turn it loose in the damn wild like that. Changes the ecosystem, man. I called my. He said, Ah, there's some big old fish snakes down there, Wayne. From his head was in the road on one side, and his tail was still on the road on the other damn side. Nah, I don't think so. We're gonna run. To, this is where. The first arrowhead I ever found was right here. The grader had come through here and graded right here. down and take a look at the pond which holds a 15-foot alligator. Fed by a natural spring, it's the water source in the area. We walk down a trail overlooking a bluff. The swamp is some 200 yards below. We drop off a recorder. I give a howl. The mosquitoes push us back. If I was an atheist, I'd use mosquitoes as my number one argument. Yeah, that old man, he didn't let anyone, he didn't let anyone on here. He owned, he owned two sections. The section's 500 acres. He owned two sections, for real? Yeah, he used to keep the road locked down there. Had a gate on, kept people locked out of it. Yes. Wow. Probably lost a pile of the last couple of days. Yeah, that last little stretch right there, that was as bad as it's been. <laughs> That right there, right, right where you were standing there, rock clacking. I was like, I can't take it. <laughs> did, I know hear, it. did you hear the echo you got though? It was unreal, wasn't it? That was badass. It was crazy unreal. I can't wait to hear how it sounded on the on the on the recorder down there. It was unreal. I'm sure it rolled all the way down there. I always plan ahead. All right, so right around that corner. Yeah, right in front of the light. That's a giant bluff. Okay. Straight down off that sun. Perfect. Slip. You're going to get a giant echo off of that. Believe me, when I kill this truck, it's going to be...
As we get back to the main trail, James hushes Wayne and myself. He's heard something in the distance. And upon further review, it sounded like this. recorder we placed here picked up several interesting sounds. But perhaps nothing more disturbing than this, which occurred sometime after 3 a.m. Could it have been a squirrel, a rodent perhaps? That was my initial thought. But upon further review, something picked this recorder up and placed it back on the down tree upon which it sat. The next morning, when James went to retrieve it, I told him to take a picture of the area. The recorder was still standing, balanced on the rounded wood. We will have analysis of this, as well as many more of the sounds we captured this week, with David Ellis coming soon. Or anything 
but they never reported if somebody killed a big old rattlesnake and they'll take a picture of it and put it in paper but there was never one picture of this monkey found in the middle of nowhere on Glover River with a two foot tail what year was that? oh it's been years and years ago probably been 15 years ago 20 years ago they they found it did they say how big that how big that thing was? They said it was a juvenile. The old boy said it was probably uh, it wasn't real big. He said it was about the size that uh, he was. He said it looked like a juvenile, like it wasn't full grown. But he swears, and this is an old cowboy, and I'm telling you, he go to church on Sunday and ain't got no reason to lie to nobody about nothing. And he swears up and down that it had about a foot and a half or a two foot tail on it. And it was drowned down there in one of the rivers. They went down there and got them. They, they closed the whole country off for 25 square miles. All the way around that place, they closed every old gravel road off. And when the, all the residents was asking them what they was doing, they said it was, it was, there was poison been put out. They was checking that poison. They sprayed them plantation pine trees with and stuff. Dude. They said what color it was? No. It's like... wonder. Uh, how how long ago? Probably been 15 years ago or so. So that I mean, since 2000, huh? They swear up and down. They brought the they brought the body out for that thing. Whatever it was, they brought it out. They never was never a word said about anything about that in that part of the country. And them old men still wonder to these days what went on. Never, nothing was ever said in that part of the country. And he'll sit around a campfire and tell you right now that he found one. He said, I found it. I found it. Turned it in. And come down there and told him it was a damn monkey or, or, or something that escaped off of, uh, out of the zoo, off a train or something, and had traveled 200 miles through the forests of Oklahoma. I ain't believing that. Mm-hmm. They end up drowned in a river. I mean, I it, there's just it. as much, like, you know, local legend and lore in that part of the country as there is here about them, you know? Oh, yeah. There's just somebody didn't go in there and make a documentary or anything. You want to let me how? Let me tell him. That's why I was telling him where I was. Go. Okay. 30. Coming up in our next episode.
Bring it. Bigfoot is coming for you. Bring it, Fowler. Alright. He found Bigfoot and he found you. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The result will be the same. This podcast is brought to you by the Podbean podcast application. The Podbean app is far and away the slickest way for you to digest your favorite podcasts. You can get instant updates of new OK Talk episodes, as well as other shows like Sass What and our friends at Monsterland Ohio Radio, just to name a few. You've been saying you want more OK Talk in your life? Make it happen. Check out the Podbean app. It's free, has great features, and lets you easily discover, listen, and even publish your own podcast if you dare. Since Matt and I started OK Talk, Podbean has held our hands all the way, answered all of our questions, and has been a great partner for the show. Whether you use an Android or an iPhone, this is the app for all of your podcast needs. Get the Podbean podcast app now on the Google Play or Apple App Store. Enjoy more from the podcast you love 
especially OK Talk.